Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fojo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. Whenever we talk about gates, I'm not talking about physical doors. Like I said, I told you that gates is the conclave of spirits. Am I communicating, please? Uh Life is 100% spiritual. I keep telling people that no matter what a man does in the physical realm, understand that its source or its originality is from the spirit. God is good. We live in that generation whereby we are so carnal that we believe that everything happens is physical. Nah, nothing happens for anything. It, before anything happens, there has to be some form of, of orchestration in the spirit. Now, you see, God's definition for wisdom is how a man understands how patterns work in the spirit. Are you getting me? If God says a man is wise, it's because you understand how patterns work in the spirit. A man's inability to comprehend patterns can never make you wise in the spirit. God is good. So, gate simply means conclave of what? Spirit. Union of spirit, partnership of spirit. Now, I told you before that if a man prays unto God, just don't think that what you have told God will automatically give an answer. Because in the spirit, prayer is a journey. Who are you getting me? Am I correct, please? Uh-huh. Prayer is what? It's a journey. You may pray for 10 minutes. You may pray for 20 minutes. You may pray for an hour. You might think because you dissipated energy in the place of prayer, you've prayed. No. Prayer, beyond what you say, is a journey in the spirit. God is good. There's a lot that happens in the spirit when a man prays that you have no idea of. So if you don't understand how practice work in the spirit, you think you just prayed. Meanwhile, the other things you do also contribute in the answer of a prayer point. Does it make sense? Uh-huh. So you may pray for one hour, two hours, three hours, and think, oh, because I pray for this long, God answer. No, 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 no. It is only in rare cases that when a man prays, God gives them instant answers. Mostly when you pray unto God, something always happens at that time. Telling you, God is good because the answer that is coming upon a man's life is no more God's responsibility. Does it make sense? When God releases your answer from the heavens, the manifestation of that answer is no more God, it's now you. Oh, is it clear here? Talk to me, please. If God finally says your time has come, when He speaks that word and He sends that word from the heavens, that manifestation is no more God's responsibility. It now depends on you to give that miracle here. That's when gates now comes into place. So between a man's manifestation, it's called gates. When I pray and I'm believing God for answers, that thing in between is called gates. Oh, let me know if I'm teaching your friends. Oh, am I right? Uh-huh. I want to make it very simple so you understand this because it's a very deep message. So once God says, oh, it is time for joy to get blessed, between that time, and the fulfillment of that prophetic word, she has to deal with gates. If gates are not dealt with, no matter what she does, she can have an answer. Now, you see, I keep telling you that the ultimate goal of prayer is not to receive but to become. Talk to me. <laughs> what am I teaching here? Uh-huh. Only those who come to church on Wednesdays can have this wisdom. Because we take time to really open up people to deep things here. Praise God. Uh-huh. So I told you that gates simply means that spirits. Some people will not understand why God should bless you. Or some spirits don't understand why certain things might matter. They don't understand why. 
They don't understand why. Why should God favor this lady? Why? Why should God give you a child? Why? You see, you truly don't know how dangerous you are in the spirit until God opens you up to certain possibilities. Yes. When God now reveals who you are to yourself, you now know how fearless you are in the spirit. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, God is good. I'm telling you. If God should show you what happens when you pray, you pray more. If God shows you what happens when you sow seeds, you sow them more. If that makes sense. If you only know the form of attack the enemy wants to throw against your life because the enemy knows you are disturbing that cannot be time. I'm telling you, when they get it, they want to destroy you one time. They want to break you. That's gate. So everybody's fighting gates in the spirit. Am I communicating? So what's again? Like I said, gates are what? Conclave of what? Spirit. If gates are not fighting a man, it's because the man is not living. <laughs> is it clear? If gates have not noticed you, it's because there's nothing impact about your life. You see, gates don't attack preachers, they attack destinies. Have it in mind. I keep telling people that God's definition for anointing has got nothing to do with the dissipation of energy when you start behind the pulpit. No, 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 no. What a man does behind pulpit is a gift. Is a trust God gives unto you. Anointing starts when God trusts you. Am I teaching you? Uh-huh. So when gates pick you up, it's because there is something impactful about your existence. Once again, gates are conclave of spirits. So I told you that when gates begin to fight you, the first thing they do is that they have to break you down. God is good. Yes. The first weapon of gates is that they must come up with an evil propaganda. Because they know that the strength of every man is what is being built from the inside. So if they don't fight you internally, they can't win the battle. Anything you see happening to a man on the outside is something the enemy has orchestrated from the inside. As simple as that. If a man fails... Is because for some reason he has feel from the inside. As simple as that. You see, most people don't know that there is this stamina that courage gives you. When you encourage something, gives you that strength to push further. I'm telling you. Oh, true of us. The Bible time came. David and his men went somewhere. When they came back, some people had actually fought them. The Bible says David and another man of God. He cried until he couldn't cry again. Until you now have to ask God what to do afterwards, if that makes sense. Until God told him he should now pursue. When you are doing that, you will now overtake them and then take whatever belongs to you. Now, you see, the whole idea of that ambush was to break him internally. So, whenever you go through any situation in life and you realize that things are broken, are broken on the inside, the enemy wants to win the battle because the enemy is not powerful. It is. I told you before that there are certain people, no matter what you do, they can't like you. I'm telling you, there are certain people, no matter what you do, they can never say anything good about your life. Two of us. That is why you must be very careful in the things you entertain. <laughs> Two of us. The best way to break your inner confidence is to go on social media. Am I right? On social media, you find foolish men who appear to be wise. <laughs> oh, God is good. Very stupid people who appear to be wise. And the things they will say. If you're not careful, you will lose whatever you carry on the inside, I'm telling you. Sometimes, the enemy can also surround you with negative things. You see, I kept telling people that the enemy 
doesn't have the power to make things happen unto the enemy feet on your fear. Yeah. So they break you internally. They break you. Look at Jesus Christ. The Bible says the Pharisees in the days of old were preachers, anointed men of God. So it's like me preaching here and then Jesus walks in the room and I can't tell who Jesus is. How is that possible? So Christ came to them and told them that the prophecy that was spoken by Prophet Isaiah has now come in flesh. And they fought him. That how dare you say that you are the Lord's anointed, that God has called you to the... You can't, you can't say, you're too young for that. Jesus told them that you see this building here, it will be broken down in three days. He said, what do you mean? Something that it took our forefathers years to build? They hated the man for nothing. Can you imagine the people that Christ fed were the same people that betrayed Christ? I'm telling you. All these things, the enemy does it to break you down. Because you see, watch me. When the enemy breaks a man's inner confidence, the enemy changes his spiritual identity. People don't know that one thing that reserves your heritage is your identity in the spirit. Do you hear me? <laughs> Praise God. Yes. That is why whenever attack keeps coming, you need to be stationed on the inside so nothing changes. Because you see, if you lose two seconds of focus in the place of battle, spiritually you've lost. Are you blessed? The Lord told me that a man's focus is as powerful as a strength. Yeah. Number two, I told you that if the enemy realizes they can't fight you through inner confidence, they now have to fight you by making you violate kingdom principle. Things that God wants a man to follow, God, the enemy would convince you not to follow them. If God says A or God says B, the enemy wants to convince you why you can't do that. I told you, you see, whenever the enemy enters your life, the enemy's ultimate interest is what God has told you. When the devil came to tempt Eve, the first question, what did God tell you about this tree? Tell us. What did God tell you? So he told you you can't eat this because he knows you'll be powerful than him. You see, the enemy will always give you a better option. He will tell you that go against God's will. Do you know how many believers who are still doubting certain instructions God has told us to follow? Go to some churches today and make mention of tithe. You'll be killed, I'm telling you. They will tell you it's an old law. I was in London last year. I was teaching about covenant. Powerful message. The place was on fire. And I made mention of tithe. And then half of the people changed their views. Because they believe that tithing is an old law. It's something that God has asked not to do. Come and see. And they go angry. When I began to prophesy, everything now changed again. So you see, there are Christians in this end time. You realize that they choose what kind of law to be. It's a pity. Oh, am I teaching you? Yes. You know, ask for this. Go, go. Ask for this. No, at least. Nah. Watch me. Let people understand that when they consent servanthood, you don't have a choice. Did you hear that? You see, even though God has given us our own personal will, when you come under his regime, you don't decide. He decides for you. Did you hear that? Because destiny has no respect for emotions. Tell you. So, spirits want to understand that what is this thing that... You see, the Lord told me that a man's level of obedience is his level of protection. The deeper your obedience, the higher your protection. Yeah. So, the enemy would always come around you in a very calm way to know what God has told you. Because, you know, the enemy knows that God is obliged to operate a man. 
If all you have in life are physical assets, and there can never be any spiritual attestation of covenant, you are a doomed man, I'm telling you. Absolute life. I was teaching yesterday on Zoom, and I told the members that you are truly not blessed until there's covenant. Did you hear that? Yes. There's no proof that a man truly existed, even from God, aside confessing Christ as a Lord and personal Savior, unto God has attested that he entered an agreement with you. It's a proof he loved you. Yes. That's a testament of a martyr. What am I teaching you, friends? So make sure that nothing leads you to violate kingdom law. Nothing. There was nothing special about Abraham. He made obedience his priority. As simple as that. You see, when you listen to great men, they keep telling you, listen to what God told you. As simple as that. Oh, praise God. Not many people will be opportune to hear God's voice. So when you have a chance, hold it well. Watch me. Certain miracles might never repeat itself again. Because certain miracles are atmospheric dependent. Telling you. Certain answers are atmospheric dependent. Certain atmosphere can bet during destinies. And God can say, do this. The very moment you choose to disobey that God's voice, eh, you can never have that voice again. Look at Samson. Everything that was entrusted in the care of Samson, he couldn't hold it again. As simple as that. Praise God. So, you see, I keep telling people this. It is good to pray, but it's better to obey. <laughs> oh, God is good. Please, let me know if I'm teaching here. It is very, very good to what? To pray. But it is best, it is better to what? To obey. Because many people don't know that obedience is prayer. There are certain things you come up with ease. A lady gave us a testimony two days ago. Yes, she sent me a text. As a man of God, there is something powerful about what you can to tell me. This is in a prophet. Um, the whole of Texas, we, they said that COVID is done. So everyone should, you know, come back to the office. I've got five children. I can't, you know, work in the office. I have to, you know, work in the house and take care of them. So man of God, I told the Lord that let the grace that you carry speak on my behalf. He said, all the banks in, look at how big Texas is, all the banks in Texas were the only person the president asked that you stay in the house and went from the house. God is good. You see, certain manifestations can only work when there's that attestation of obedience. Praise God, I'm telling you. God can make a man's life easy. You see, watch me. There are certain things about God you know nothing about because your level of obedience hasn't compelled God to open up to that level. There are things about God you don't know about God. Or am I communicating? Uh-huh. When somebody begins to describe the supernatural, you will think he's, he's telling story. Meanwhile, it's a life he has lived. Number three. If the enemy wants to fight a man through gay. So number one, they do propaganda too. They do through violation of law. Number three, like I said, they make sure they fight you through the spirit of fear. I told you on um, Friday how a lady who had no cancer was told she had cancer. And just the thought of having cancer made her cure cancer. 
<laughs> Praise God. <laughs> uh, fear is such a powerful tool. The enemy is he is, is so is, is, is he is so cunning that he, he can make things which are not real appear to be real. And the very moment you begin to believe that report, it becomes a man's testament. A man's testimony. The spirit of fear. You watch your father fail. That doesn't mean you're going to fail. It's impossible. You watch your mother. That doesn't mean there's going to. No, no, no. You see, you, see you, you must be very careful the kind of information you accept. Yes. Things are going to work based on confession. Praise God. Everything about life is connected to man's sight. True force. It is what you are seeing that you'll be receiving. So, if you are looking at life from a negative perspective, that could be your answer. Check the life of every failure. At a point in time, they feared that they will fail, and they failed too. Anytime you talk to anybody and they keep telling you, I feel I'll fail, I feel I'll fail, you see, automatically they're telling you something. Praise God. Are you blessed with this? Number four, whenever the enemy wants to fight a man through gate, one thing they do is that they would always cause you to dishonor the very person that God brings away. Yeah. These things I'm telling you, check the life of the patriarchs. I'm not giving you the figment of a man's idea. You see, honor is so powerful that Christ could not leave the earth until he built his church upon Peter. Praise God. Yeah. Have it in mind. Anytime you are there and then life begins to cause you to dishonor the very people that God brings away as your divine helper or divine helpers, know that for some reason you are losing dominance in the spirit. I'm telling you. It's that simple. <laughs> God is good. We finished the conference in Cameroon last year. That's how many weeks ago? Oh, two, three weeks ago. It's a few weeks ago. It was powerful. Powerful, powerful meeting. Powerful meeting. So after that service, somebody came to me and said, Man of God, please pray for me. I laid my hands for the person and God told me that the person should go and apologize to his pastor. God is good. God says the end of your trouble is that go and see with your pastor. Simple like that. <laughs> God is good. Yes. After that, God now gave the person a long-standing testimony. Ah, you see, watch me, friends. I don't know how to make it very simple, but you see, when we say give honor to a man, we didn't say idolize a man. Does it make sense? Giving reverence to a man for who he is and for what he does is different from idolizing them. We didn't say worship. We live in a very prideful generation. We live in a very prideful. We can't tell who matters and what matters. We can't tell. I've told you on several accounts that there are many things you can see many people do. But on account of destiny, there are certain people that have to do that for you. There are certain people God will not bypass to give what you deserve. It can't come outside. Be, 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 be sensitive to tell who matters in destiny. Am I communicating? 
the person who died with Christ had the chance of entering into heaven not because he confessed Christ, not because he was holy, he was a thief, a lamb robber. The fact he said that this man is a holy man and he shouldn't be dealt with the way people he says, just because of that, you've recognized him. He says, for that fact, you will enter into heaven today. You will die with me in heaven today. That should tell you the power of recognition in the spirit. Am I communicating? You see, I'm being honest with you, friends. You can live in this country, yeah, and if God does not come to your rescue, you will suffer like everybody. I'm telling you. Ministry in this land, it will take grace. <laughs> oh, God is good. I'm, I'm telling you. If God does not come to your rescue, hey, this country... God is good. Few of you have my number on WhatsApp. So probably when I post some few things, you will have seen about it. I'm having a conference in Sierra Leone next month. Right. Uh, you see anything? So those who are in charge of the program are not youngsters. These are old men. But when I talk with them, they address me as SAS, Hasa. So one time, I think they had a meeting and they sent me a picture. And I said, ah, I didn't say send me pictures of your elders in your village. I send me a picture of the meet you've done because I'm not seeing any youngster among you. Like, he said, maybe I'm old man. Oh. <laughs> God is good. Now, one said he's the he's a bishop, he's bishop. This and uh, 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 he's been preaching for the past forty years. This is I'm like ah. So they asked me to incorporate ministers' conference among our meeting. So I teach these men. I teach them ministry. I'm like, what do you mean? When you have been preaching for, I should be asking you. <laughs> I have preached the gospel for this only years. Uh, God is good. But you see, there is something that comes upon a man and loves a man. And this happens when you recognize the very voices that God sends away. Oh. Watch me. Watch me. Giving honor to a man that God brings away makes you become a receiver. Is it clear? Uh-huh. You must you must be long sighted to see who matters in destiny. Yes, certain choices you want to make in destiny, it will have to take the grace of God to perceive the men that God sends your way, so you can make them right. Because one one trust can change your destiny forever. I'm telling you, friend. Praise God. Gates, gates. I was telling my mother that you see, it is important that believers will become hundred percent descend. See. We need to discern how the enemy operates against man. Have you seen how BBC is projecting and use Apatama who has died? He's dead, dude. He's not alive. He's dead. He's dead. They are still projecting news. BBC couldn't project news about how the whites are colonizing Africans. They couldn't. They couldn't tell us how they would fight presidents, kill presidents. I was reading the history of Burkina Faso in Cameroon about how they had to, you know, incite a man to kill his own best friend to take over the country because they couldn't use the person. I didn't know that today in Cameroon, almost everything that goes to Cameroon has to go through France. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Till date, almost everything goes through France. Till date. So literally, even though there's a physical precedent, there's a whole country that is designed for them. BBC couldn't take up all that. And then a dead man. And we, are, we see, for some reasons, people are saying, Kai, God is disgracing them. You know that. A dead man. A dead man. A dead man? You think disgrace comes to a dead man? So hell can't do that job? Then for BBC? No, people should be smart. 
A dead can't hear the critic. Did you hear me? Oh, praise God. A, a dead man. A whole country needs liberty. And for some, you should not be busy by now. now. They like integrity themselves. They lie themselves. No, you see, let us say this here. Some of us might not be connected to whoever is dead. But you see, the Lord is for the kingdom. The Bible says, when King David had a case, so had died, he says, tell the media men not to spell it in God. He was too sensitive on that. Am I communicating? I have friends, and I saw the writing nonsense, and I blocked them. I called them myself. I said, don't call me again. Some said, God is this guy in the dead man. When hell can do that job? <laughs> We'll come to that later. God is good. Everybody has their own faith, but trust me. Let's be very sensitive. <laughs> Clap your hands, friends. <laughs> oh, God is good. A year has started. Please hope you are aware that the election that goes on in our countries, the whites are behind them. Oh, you don't know. The election till date. Forget the vote. They know who to put on. They know who to. In Nigeria, one will say, I'll, I'll win, I'll win, I'll win, I'll win. It's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn. It's true too. They put him there. You can't find him. God is good. They had a court case. They placed him on court. And the person, the person who was winning the case was his boy. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Maybe see this or this. Ah, God is good. You see, let's be very sensitive. Now, you see, I don't know, two or three days ago, I released a post on social media, if it was all right. The devil has never changed. Did you hear that? The devil's what? Has never changed. He has always recycled his old plans. I was telling my friends, well, I said, you see, if you're a preacher, have it in mind that those who will love you will be as a result of the revelation God gives them about you and what you do. Does it make sense? I told you how the video, the Agonizoma video went viral. It went very viral. Very, very viral. And then straight, I will see one guy insulting my sister. Hey! I see this. <laughs> so I checked the guy's picture. Why is useless boy do? Because of common data. <laughs> one guy said that, ah, the way she's praying, she used to be in the club. Walk a club now. In the church. <laughs> the way she's dressed. <laughs> A goddess girl. Yeah. So, you see, um, as to what love that people have for you, it will be what God has told them about you. Not what you do. No, your good works can't convince them. The Lord told me that you can't please an ungrateful man. Yeah. Praise God. Now, when I finished my post, I wrote something very deep. Very deep. I said, this is the issue we have in our end time. You see, believers are becoming civilized, both in the physical and spiritual way. But the danger of an imbalanced spiritual thing is because... You see, we would later neglect the very knowledge that the Lord gave unto our fathers that present the covenant we have today. Gradually, 
It is getting instinct. May God help us. Oh, are you blessed, please? Yes. So let's be very careful now. These are the four ways that gates fight men. If they don't come through fear, they will come through disobedience. If they don't come through disobedience, they will come through propaganda. If they don't come through propaganda, they will make sure they fight the very people that God brings away. God is good. Now watch me. You see, let me show you the danger of the enemy's attack. The, you see, the effect is never instant. It is always ultimate. Never think that any attack unleashed against a man is something. The enemy can plan attack for you for 20 years. For 30 years. Until they strike you down. Because the idea is to cause you not to lift your head again. Praise God. Let me show you three things to do on how to you fight gate. When I'm done with that, uh, we'll pray. God is good. So how do I break gate? How do I fight gate? When I perceive that gates are fighting me, what do I do? Now, the first thing that helps you fight gate is what I call authority. That's it for me. Look at the credential of the person that was stopped when he commanded the gates to be open. He was a king. Watch me. There is no way you can ever fight gates if you don't carry some level of authority. The sons of Shiva met a demon possessed girl. She asked, The Jesus you are using to rebuke me, I know him. In fact, Apostle Paul, I know him. But who are you? The question is this. How is it that the demon was able to make mention of the name of Christ and also make mention of the name of Paul when it was Christ that made Paul an apostle? And the Lord told me that whenever people stay in consecration, God gives them a name in the spirit. Are you blessed? When people become highly consecrated, God gives them what a name. Yes. There should be an authority conferred upon a man that gives you the power to break things in the spirit. As simple as that. Yes. Who are you? You see, certain things in the spirit can never open up until God gives you a man a name. Yeah. Certain things are not happening for you because you haven't any authority for that. As simple as that. I told you that anything and everything that is happening around a man's life is as a result of what you carry on your head. You anointed my head with oil and my cap ran it over. So every man's resource is a man's cap and what you carry on your head will show you the resource you produce. An authority in the spirit. God told us that he has made us kings and priests unto him. An authority. God told Moses, he says, when you stand before Pharaoh, tell him that the I am that I am sent you. Now, I gave revelation behind that. I said, the word I am that I am simply means that whatever revelation that Moses had about God at that time became Moses' identity. Did you hear that? Uh-huh. So, if the revelation that Moses knew about God was about the healing, he now personified what he knew about God. If that makes sense, friends. Yes. When a man lacks authority, you lack the voice and the spirit. There are things you will say and it can never work for you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah. 
Who are you? Life will ask you that question. Who are you? Yes. Spirit will ask you, who are you? Who sent you? And there should be that testimony of who you are as a person. Yes. Who are you? Who, who are you? That is why believers must learn to pray. How do I gain authority? Number one, prayer. God can never grant you influence in the spirit if you don't understand or believe the power of constant prayer life. You see, a lot of Christians lack prayer patterns. You are on fire today because of what you are going through. Once everything goes down, you forget prayer. So, there is nothing that guides you. There's no prayer altar in the spirit. I'm telling you. I keep telling the members on Zoom that because we are charismatic in our dealings, we have lost our senses in the spirit. We can't tell when danger is coming. We sit and danger comes upon us and we now cry for help. Preparing for battle on the day of battle makes you lose the battle. Am I communicating? So how is it that you begin the day by not facing God? How is that possible? Help me on that, please. Job 38 verse 12. Watch this. I will keep quoting this. Job 38 verse 12. Please, let me know if I'm teaching here, please. Are you blessed, please? Yeah. Have you commanded the morning since your day began and caused the dawn to know its place? Verse number 13. That it might take hold of the ends of the earth and the wicked be taken out of it. So how is it that somebody will sleep the whole night? How is that possible? You sleep the whole night. Oh. Watch me. Let me show you why Jews are powerful. Because they have decided to cut the day around their schedule. Are you getting me? They've arranged the day to honor with their desire. A Jewish has been asked to pray for five times in a day. The Muslim man does not care if he's at the airport. He will pray openly. True or false? In the open space, they can leave you at the shop and they will have to turn to where? Is it the right? The east, eh? The east. That's where the Kaaba is. And then you have to, they are very okay with that. Go to the airport. They even have like a prayer room for them. Yes. So, uh, the last time I was at the airport, where was I? I was at Cameroon. Yes, I was there. And they were calling one man, Ismail Kamara. Ismail Kamara. Who is this guy? Where there is my camera, you are delaying the flight. Flight 322 departing to Togo. Ah! And for some reason, they had to wait for that guy. One guy will. <laughs> God help us. One long bearded guy. Say, sorry, 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 sorry. I'll, I'll spring. And for some reason, they respect the guy. believer to pray and then after 15 minutes they would say all what don't tell God. Some Christians say eh, they can pray all their prayer in 10 minutes. All their prayers. Thanksgiving, forgiveness, protection, killing witches, everything in 10 minutes. It's too long. Eh? <laughs> Some can finish in 5 minutes. Everything in 5 minutes from 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. Everything. 
It's a pity. Watch me. You see? I want you to know that in this kingdom of ours, you pray long when you pray out of passion. Are you me? Nothing elongates your prayer like prayer of passion. When you are passionate about what you are telling God, that passion comes to pray. That need comes. That answer comes to pray. I'm telling you, friends. Yes. When you desire to seek his face, God will give the unction for that. There is no impartation that is special for long prayers. No, 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 no. You decide that. So I keep telling people that learn to go and pray retreats. This is how God makes men. How am I communicating? I was in Germany praying when three angels came to me. Powerful angels, thick angels. Three of them. So I saw that the gift they give unto Christ had their hands. And they were like, we are in the same army of the angel that showed you the protection of Israel. And he said, we came upon the earth and we are going back again. But he says, we are permitted not to go back with these gifts because our maker doesn't need them. And he says, he needs men who stay in consecration for one year. So this can be given unto them. And he says, raise men that can fast for one year. You see, there are sacred instructions in the spirit. That if you eat, God can give you joy. No. There are certain encounters. If a man is not praying, you can't have it. You can't be idle and have an encounter. How, how does it happen? No, how, how, how does it happen? I was telling the church. Now you see, we live in a daftar generation because all we know about our doctrines are the laws that were created in honor of a denomination without us not having a testament of the early apostles. Oh, am I communicating, friends? Yeah. Certain doctrines that we taught were helping the believers. They have killed encounters in them because there are certain times in the spirit God will not follow patterns. He wants to look at that. A man's burning desire for that. Am I communicating, church? Yes. So how is it that you are so tired you can't pray for an hour? It's serious. It's serious. <laughs> you see, if you pray, your results will tell us. I'm telling you. In life, eh, everybody is busy for something. But that thing you are spending your time on will tell us how valuable you are. If you are spending time on useless things, your life will tell us. You can't fake results. Life will tell us that. As simple as that. Number two, you build authority through fasting. Thank God we are in a 40-day fast. Some members will never fast. Some members, they have never fasted with us. Praise God. Tell them fast, it becomes a problem. Man of God, with my nature of work, I can't fast. <laughs> my work is so hard wait let something bad happens if you find appetite in food you lose appetite to eat <laughs> am I teaching you please 
Jesus told them that this kind goeth only by prayer and what? Fasting. So, as a believer, you see, learn to stretch. Stretch for days. Thank God we are doing a 40-day fast. Please, I'm pleading that every member will be part of this. Yes. It's just 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I didn't say because we begin the fasting at 6 a.m., you are meant it at 5 a.m. You are not called Muhammad Basi. Oh, God is here. Uh, at least have respect for the day. The day begins at 12 a.m. So at least at 12 or after 12, make sure you eat nothing. You are permitted to drink water in the course of the fast. If that makes sense. But you see, make fasting a habit. Fast on to the body knows it has fasted. <laughs> God is good. Somebody asked, who are you competing with? You are not in competition with anybody. You are in competition with yourself. What well, does it make sense? <laughs> you see, one encounter can change your life. One. One. Number three. You build authority through the word. You see, whenever you pray with the understanding of the word of God, you pray with so much authority. There are certain confessions a man can't make when you are a student of God's word. There are certain things you can't think of. You see, any time you see certain people say certain things, you can tell that certain things have not been placed right. You see, you can't study the word and think wrongly. It's impossible. Because once you carry the word, you act like the word. You behave like the word of God himself. I told you that when people become studious and they have the right understanding or the right knowledge on how the word of God operates like, truly speaking, their life becomes a continuation of the Bible himself. Because, you see, God is too big to be encapsulated in a book. So he looks at the life of a man who is willing to carry him. Apostle Paul calls us a living epistle. These three things will cause you to build authority. Whereby when you speak, you speak with so much conviction in the heart. I have seen people giving crazy and massive testimonies. Massive testimonies. And I told them some of the testimonies did not come off to prayer. It came out from their understanding about God. Oh. Watch me. Nobody can study the Bible for you. Have it in your mind. Nobody. You hear me? Nobody. I can't study the Bible for you. As simple as that. This year, one thing God told me to do is to do camp meetings. So, um, the denominations we have on the platforms, I'll be having camp meeting with them. I'll be having camp meeting with the UK family. Right? And I told them that I want to teach them how to stay in concentration. And I'm shocked with attendance. My God. I told them that at the night I'm going to pray. So we pray at 6 p.m., 9 p.m., 12 a.m., 3 a.m., 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 6 p.m., 9 p.m., 12 a.m. for three days. Stop. After three days, you burn. 
I get me. In your sleep, you will feel fire. It's called, it's called revival. Something will cause to explode. Oh, praise God. I think we should do something here, right? We should choose three days out. Three days, you can go to work. God is good. Just imagine you pray for an hour, 30 minutes. You go and rest for 30 minutes and come back and pray again. You'll be weak. You can't gossip again. <laughs> you gossip. <laughs> There's no energy. <laughs> when they call you and say, my sister, have you heard you speaking tongues? <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. You can't gossip. gossip. You can't gossip away. My brother, have you heard you speaking tongues? Do you get full call? Kai. Praise God. I'm telling you. That's the word. You see, friends, let me show you this. If you don't create time for the word, you will never have time. Trust me. The apps you have on your phone doesn't mean you, ha- you study the Bible. Two of us. The apps. These apps. Forget about the apps. This, this app. Somebody has like over 10 Bible apps. It, it means nothing. 10 Bible apps. Nothing. Living word. Not, nothing. Ask them one quotation. They can't quote. <laughs> May God help us. Uh, may God help us. May God grant us grace. Number two, we are done. You break gates, so aside authority. The second thing that God does is He establishes covenant with you. You can never fight the intelligence of a demonic deity if God does not initiate covenant with you. Simple as that. There should be the creation there has to be the establishment of a covenant to break the intelligence of a demanding covenant Abraham I am with you once you walk blamelessly before me I will preserve your life make sure you do this make sure you do that make sure that every male child you see God will tell you the things to do if a man has not gotten to that part, whereby certain instructions are sacred from the scriptures, he can't entrust with power. Mm, it's impossible, friends. God is good. There are many Christians that God is only allowing them enjoy the benevolence of his might. But as in to enter into oneness with them, hasn't gotten there. Because they don't have the stamina for that. Certain things can happen to certain people and it will happen to certain men and they start tall because covenant is speaking for them. You see, when God brings in covenant, it's because he wants to be transgenerational about whatever he's doing. Thank you 
and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Foger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminforger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Foger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Foger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Foger. And our website is www.benjaminforger.org. Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Foger. The vision, the mission, the passion.